I've got this thing where I've got to try and be quiet because I've got somebody in a room above me and somebody in a room either side and these hotels have the most shit walls. <laughs> but are you telling me this is not the kind of hotel where you bring a hooker and kill her? Yeah. Okay. No. Well, you, you could. You do it quietly. You do quietly. Yeah. <laughs> Just hold the pillow, pillow over the face, smothering them. You stuff her panties in her mouth and then you slit her throat. Yeah, but I mean, how satisfying of a kill can it be? I'm recording this, so be careful what you say. I how satisfying <laughs> can it be if you're not openly weeping to yourself and screaming mommy? Well, yeah, there is that aspect. <laughs> I mean, but there is a good thing. This particular chain of hotels offers what they call a good night guarantee. So if I keep everybody awake, they can get their money back off of them. It's not my fault. There you go. <laughs> you want business or? Yeah, annoyingly. Um, <laughs> it, this was planned first and then work happened. So yeah, I had to drive six hours today. So Fucking work, man. Mm, I toyed with going home and then coming back out early tomorrow morning, but I don't do mornings. Matt, you ready to go? I'm ready. It's amazing. He has to do the notes and yet he's still on his phone the whole show. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing show work. Thank you. I'm muting all of our channels and here we go. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Cinema Psyops. My personal view is that it's nauseating, disgusting, degrading, ghastly, sleazy, cruelly and pietistic and generally nauseating. They are unbelievably nauseating. They are the antithesis of humankind. I regard them as disgusting, nasty, horrible, without any kind of merit. I just do not believe that any allegedly cultural activity which strikes at the roots of culture is to be applauded. They represent nothing to my mind enduring, decent, or worthwhile. I just do not believe that they contribute anything worthwhile to inflict themselves upon society at large. I would like to see somebody very, very large, exceedingly deep hole and drop the whole bloody lot down it. You know, I think uh, the whole world will be busting through by their total and utter non-existence. <laughs> Welcome to Cinema PsyOps. I'm joined in the studio with a man unhappy that he had to do the notes for this film. It's Matt. Only for the fact that I could have enjoyed this film more. (laughs) Well, I'm here to take away all of the joy Uh, in your life. Yeah, are we just going to start in with the the movie already? We we can't do that. We got to bury it. Because we haven't even introduced our guest this week. Oh, yeah. I mean, coming in from Hooker Death Central Hotel. Hooker Death Central Hotel. Super late at night for him. It's Boz. How's it going, buddy? That's not that late for me. (laughs) What it is, what it is. I'm looking forward to this. Thank you for having me again. Oh, no problem. We're glad to have you back on here. I mean, you know, hashtag bromance and all. Yeah, absolutely. What time is it over uh, there, Boz? Sarcastically it's quarter to one. Yeah, it's late for him. It's quarter to one, so that's why I said we should not screw around too awful much. Right? He's we, staying we, up He's <laughs> staying up late. He's shooking responsibility just to hang out with us. How awesome picked, is that? We picked the wrong movie not to fuck around. That I think <laughs> I think we'll do okay. I mean, it's a shorter really? movie. It is a shorter movie, but I'm, yeah. just, I'm like, really? I don't really foresee us screwing around too much. I mean, why would we? Is he here He's right now? I, you have to keep that forever now. <laughs> that has to always be on the board. Dynamite! 
Dynamite. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to have to consult. Is it a thing? It's a thing. Thank, okay. Thank you, David. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> For once, I'm with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to play the it's not a thing and then have you freak out, but you're in the hotel and we don't want to attract any unwanted attention. So, I mean. Actually, since you've been using that, I've been thinking I, I want to do retakes of that because I sound so pissed off when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funny thing about it, is it? It's especially <laughs> the one that I particularly love that I will love using is this one. Uh, so not a thing. You're just so done with this. You're like, no, that's just not even a thing. It's, it's not <laughs> a thing. Not me. I just sound so pissed off. <laughs> now, I'll I do know. a cheery one one day. <laughs> now, I know for sure that everybody that listens to this show should know who you are because they should also be aware of the other show that we do together. But I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> considering that it's also on the Legion podcast. But before we get started and get too deep into the actual talking about. Is he here? Is he, is he here? No. Is he, oh. yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Why don't we uh, give Boz a chance to pimp out all of his wares, if you will, in the podcast world? Well, it's not that many. You've covered one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I still I, I still try to get episodes out for the little pot of horrors. Um, the, the regularity hasn't got any better, but we are still ticking along. Um, we have a new series called Argue Talking to Me, which is me and the wife, uh, which is a new thread, which people seem to be liking. So we'll see how that goes. And it's basically where I make her watch films that she wouldn't normally and we get into arguments whilst watching them so it's it's kind of fun and i'm still rotating guest on simply syndicated movie news uh, which is often quite a giggle so uh, if you get chance if you if you want to see what's up and coming in the world of movies it's, it's a good place to check out so that's it really yeah and because i'm a self-promoting son of a bitch myself i made sure that i grabbed the obsessive cinema discourse promo to play later in the show as well so there we go nice <laughs> i just want to state too just while i got you on the line i've been really enjoying the argue talking to me stuff i just listened to the one where you guys were doing the quote-unquote commentary because you just basically let the movie play and if you have to stop mm. it for whatever reason you do and it's just kind of a loose yeah. framework to do the show over and mm. i gotta say i love that lavinia was eating chocolate while watching human centipede <laughs> <laughs> i hadn't even thought of that <laughs> the irony of it i was like oh my god what if she puts a piece of chocolate in her mouth whenever the yes feed her her. The scene pops up because I'll tell you what, dude, I was eating a cheese stick when I watched that. Right. And that scene happened and I'm chewing on a cheese stick and I was like getting sick. So <laughs> I mean, what did you expect from the movie title? <laughs> I know I was thinking I would be going to happen at some point. Kurt, Kurt I, went hard ass on it, you know, like when, like something happens and you, you should be in pain and you are, but you need to pretend like you're not because you want to be manly. That's what Court was doing. No, I was legit hungry and I was like, this is fucking boring what the hell yeah this is taking forever and then finally the shit in mouth happens yeah clip <laughs> I, I just i just love how wound up lavinia gets with stupid human behavior and of course in, in horror movies we get lots of that it's just like you just what what do you don't do that <laughs> yeah her survival instinct is super strong you can tell it's great so i've been really enjoying those of course i would like I, to have everybody back you know when you do get to put those shows out but i know scheduling's a real bitch yeah i yeah it, it can be um i i I think that's just it, it's it's another one of our little sideshows we're gonna do. But you talk about her survival instinct. I have seen her run into flames to protect her own house. Like <laughs> we had a small house fire, like the balcony was on fire. And she just ran out there with a shovel and started moving flaming objects around. And I'm like, I gotta spray. She's like, spray me as well. So I'm downstairs with a hose pipe, just spraying the house with water. <laughs> she just like, dug in there. She's with the flames. I'm by relative safety down below. It's like bloody hell. Wow. But yeah. Yeah, you, you want her with you in the apocalypse, tell me, because she goes to fuck up some zombies, I'm telling you. No shit, man. You, you've married very well. <laughs> <laughs> All those apocalypse wasteland movies, like the leather cl 
clad, you know, spiky mask wearing gangs that go Lord around. Lord humongous, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're only yeah. going to have one fear. It is going to be of your wife. <laughs> <laughs> she will, like, she will be the Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. I mean, worse even the Mad Max. It'll be like, this is the place where we don't go because she lives there. <laughs> <laughs> Lavinia runs Barter Town. <laughs> yes. She runs Barter Town. They'd be like, listen, you see where the shadows are. We don't go there. But aren't we the evil group? Yes. But she is more evil. <laughs> they just can't speak of her. No, we just, well, who is she? We do not speak her name. <laughs> we do not venture into the Catalan wastes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. But I just wanted to let you know that I was really enjoying those. The way that you guys have that dynamic where you literally do argue talk. That is your thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's everywhere we go. And we were to say we were at Friends with Cinema the other week and they just backed off because we were talking and well, I'd misplaced my sunglasses and there was a whole discussion around that. And they're just like, oh, they're having a domestic. It's like, no, th- this is just how we communicate. We're not upset with each other. <laughs> so, yeah, as it was our photographer at the wedding that coined the phrase argue talking and we've just sort of adopted it because it's, it's just us. Well, so. From what I've seen so far and from what I've heard, I mean, it's not really like you don't get super raised voices and yell and scream to where it's going to become that. It just it feels oh. like other people just start to get uncomfortable because it feels like it's going in that direction exactly. at all times. <laughs> Yes. And like for the longest time, we just had no idea we were doing it. Um, so, thought, hey, let's just make this a thing and put it on the internet. Why the fuck not? Well, that's uh, like my wife and I are just goofy. And that's the way that we communicate with each other is we're mm. constantly cracking wise and doing jokes back and forth. So it would be more like a bad Marx Brothers routine, I guess, if, if we started doing those. <laughs> it would definitely not be as fulfilling and fun to listen to as the Are You Talking to Me segments that you guys have been doing. So hopefully uh, Livinia will get to hear this because we have a lot of praise for her. So she'll probably get a kick out of this. Oh, she probably will. I, I, I know she has delusions of grandeur and that Argy talking to me will pop out from the little pot of horrors umbrella and become its own entity. Oh, uh, so She's already going to take over the world, we're telling you. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already scared of her. <laughs> Ladies are going to own the world, man. I'm telling I, you. for one, welcome our new female overlords. <laughs> of the Catalan Empire. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they do run Barter Town. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. All right. We've been, we've been playing around with it enough. Why don't we... Just cut to the chase. We we know what we're here for. Is he here? Now he's here. He's here now. The right? move he's going to be uh. here. But first, we're going to take a little break here. We're going to play a promo for one of Boz's podcasts. And when we come back, we'll have a little bit of music from the film and the trailer for... Dynamite! Dynamite! Throughout the history of the horror genre, there have been those that say horror is for the weak-minded. We here at the Little Pod of Horrors do not take kindly to such derisive inference. We are the bastions of tact, good taste, and highbrow horror discussion. Look no further discerning listener, for here, the world of modern horror is discussed with reverence, respect, and similitude of decorum. Stop being such a bitch! Hey everybody, this is Tim Dorn and you are listening to The Little Pod of Horrors. Even the people who hate horror love to talk about horror because they love to talk about how much they don't like horror. I don't know. Do you want me to Google horror movie Ghost in the Attic? Hi, I'm Nacho Vigalondo, director of Time Crimes and Open Windows. And you know what? I'm listening to The Little Pod of Horrors. Seriously though, join us for festival reviews, interviews and guest spots from fellow beloved broadcasters. <laughs> See, I told you I'd f*** it up. <laughs> My name's Gareth Evans, you're listening to The Little Pot of Horrors. By sexualized horror, do you mean torture? No. <laughs> no, exactly. I've got to bleep that now. <laughs> Hello! 
Hello, this is number one New York Times bestselling horror author Scott Sigler, and you are listening to The Little Pod of Horrors, which does for podcasting what Chucky does for daycare. The Little Pod of Horrors. The best idea since premarital sex on Halloween. Come find us on simplysyndicated.com and on iTunes. If you dare. I know that I always talk about how much I love these soundtracks to the films and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. The thing that is so amazing about this is the guy that did it is the uh, editor of the film. Yeah. He did all of the music. I think his name is Adrian Young. Does that sound right, boss? Oh, don't ask me names. Uh, I forgot your (laughs) shit with names, right. Okay, so let's just say it's Adrian Young. Adrian Young is the guy who edited it and did the music. He played every instrument on it. He had an all-analog studio in his house with all of these old-school instruments. And so literally when they shot the film and then when they did the music and everything, they did it like it would have been done back in the 70s. Yeah, nice. I heard that. Yeah. Mm. It's incredible well, the amount of detail they put into this. All right. And I'll yeah. just come out and say it. I didn't know this movie. So I legit thought when I first started watching it. Really? I watched it, yeah. Are I was just watching a 70s, a 70s ma- black exploitation <laughs> film. That's what I really thought I was getting ready to watch. And That's the best way to watch it. Yeah, I know, right? And, and, as we're getting, I was like, it, it, it wasn't until the three guys are meeting in the alleyway, the guy who gets shot up. He's on the show uh, uh, Frank and Gracie. Oh, okay. Uh, and my wife watches that all the time. Yeah. And so I <sighs> recognize him from that, and then I recognize that he's also Tom Servo in the new Mystery Science Theater 3000. Oh, I didn't know he did the voice of yeah, Tom Servo. He does the voice of Tom oh, Servo nice. now. Yeah. Yeah. So I sat there, I'm like, well, hold on a minute. It's then, I'm like, well, wait. And I always, whenever I do notes, I pull up Wiki to help me with names so I know yeah. who's who in a movie. Yeah. And then I see 2009. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And then it just got <laughs> better after that i stopped at least your your asshole unpuckered and you're like yeah, yeah. oh it's a it's a satire i can have some fun no, with this I, I still was having fun with it before yeah. but i la- i stopped taking my notes to laugh at least like 20 times on this that's how great this was like oh my i like laughing so hard my wife had to come downstairs to find out what was wrong this movie i would have noted it a lot quicker but i had to stop it so many times to laugh it took you all it, afternoon it did it took me all afternoon <laughs> Just, I posted the text that you sent me in yeah, the chat yeah. so, or, in, or in our group discussion. I so, saw that. Yeah. So right. anyway. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. Before you actually get into the film, I mean, oh. I know you're eager to talk. Dynamite! Dynamite! But before we do that, yeah. we have to play the trailer. Dive! Dynamite! Dynamite! You suckers gather round. There's a brand new movie coming to town. So get on up and check the scene of the smoothest, baddest mother to ever hit the big screen. Main man, Black Dynamite. He's super cool and he no kung fu. Drives a $5,000 car and wears a $100 suit. You're so righteous. This is also true. And when it comes to the ladies, he's out of sight. Uh, let me guess. You one of these brothers think you can get by on a wink and a smile, huh? What about the smile? I am smiling. Black Dynamite. Never 
in the history of the game has there been such devastation. The CIA needs Black Dynamite now more than ever. We need you, Black Dynamite, now more than ever. I thought I told you from the CIA that Black Dynamite was out of the game. And he's better than Shaft, Superfly, and the Mac put together. But when the mob kills his brother, your death will not go on a bench. And put the dope on the street. It's my nephew Bucky. He OD. He's back in the game and he's playing for keeps. I'm declaring war on anybody who sells drugs in our community. But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs in the community. He killed my best dealer. I want him dead. So if you crave satisfaction, then dig this action. Guaranteed to put your ass in traction. Black, black, stack, attack, and mass. Backtrack, slapjack, boot black, flashback, ramsack, jam pack, and still coming back. You see where I'm coming from, you jack mother... Black Dynamite, starring all-star running back Ferrante Jones. Fashion model Tambula Takar. William T. Michelson, Ronnie Sinatra, Little Tiny Tiggs, Junebug, Bo Willie Peter, and me, that bad bullhorn. Black Dynamite! Feel the cinema funny quadro vision. Rated R. Oh, I love that trailer. Oh, I yeah. I could love that. Now, <laughs> that was great. Boss can attest to this. The guy who's playing Bullhorn is an analog for Dolomite, which is yeah. Rudy Ray Moore is like, it. that's his main character. Uh-huh. And he is literally being Dolomite the entire time, Dol- <laughs> Bullhorn. And that rap, like the first time that I heard it, I was like, holy shit, when did they get Rudy Ray Moore to record that? Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought that that was Rudy Ray Moore when I first saw the trailer years and years ago before this got released. So nice. I was like, holy shit. And he even manages to fight like him which is yeah, that, that's a feat in itself yeah yeah we'll, we'll have to get into that as well i'm gonna try my best not mm. to nerd out too much and try and point out all the little tiny movie references that are in this for other black exploitation flicks but trust me folks if you love black dynamite it is worth going back and finding the movies that it is referencing I liked, and watching those it, it's just because i haven't seen a lot of movies referenced yeah. so i i won't know that yeah one thing i loved is all like the throwback to cheap 70 made films and like all the shit that mm. you could have on horribly edited oh, cheaply yeah, ran yeah, together yeah. films that's part that's of really it. i what i looked for and loved because that was awesome that's part of it all right so let's fucking get into it let's well, take yeah, it i mean hey who's better to talk about this movie other than three really really white dudes Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah, keep but, doing that, guys. So yeah, with the people that I'm are listening to this, I'm so sorry. I'm for it, though. All right. Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> it's not going to get at all annoying, that. <laughs> <laughs> Say, at least I know martial arts, okay? Yeah, <laughs> uh, kung fu. Who's calling me when I'm doing my kung fu? <laughs> <laughs> the movie starts with an ad for Anaconda Malt Liquor. And because I'm doing the notes, that's going to be our first clip. Lazy fuck. Leon St. James for Anaconda Malt Liquor. With a delectable combination of the finest bottles and hops, it's the only malt liquor that carries the seal of excellence from Uncle Sam himself. And when you pop the top, the pennies drop. Is that Anaconda malt liquor? The only malt liquor to be approved by the United States government? That's right, Anaconda malt liquor. Anaconda malt liquor. Anaconda malt liquor, brewed in Piedmont, Georgia. 
We then come to three men waiting, and uh, they are having a meeting with a shadowy figure in a car um, who has three other men with him. Who is undeniably Mike Starr. Yes. <laughs> the guy in the car, yeah. you recognize him, even though you may not know his name. When you when you hear his voice and you see his outline, it's undeniably Mike Starr. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> they are having this meeting, and because, you know, fuck work, that leads to our next clip. Gentlemen, every one of you are the most respected men in your region doing business with me you'll find you'll be protected and you will be supplied with as much as you can distribute however one of us here is not who he appears to be come on you jive turkeys what kind of rundown is this look man i gotta get back to the streets where i come from sucker hold it i told you jive chumps I ain't no snitch. Who said you were? Okay, so I do my normal thing here where I cut out a lot of the dead space that's yeah. in between all the lines. Uh-huh. But they purposely put in... I love this so stuff too. dead space. I love this stuff too because there's like some things in there where he's delivering his line and one of the guys just to his immediate right looks at him like, uh-huh. what are you doing? <laughs> it. It was great. And the more you watch this, Matt, the more you will see those little tiny yeah, subtle I mean, things I in there. I mean, I saw so many, like just the first time watching it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I got to see so many of the like the small like looks like that you would miss if you weren't paying attention. Yeah, and I'm sure there were more yeah. I did miss. I'm still catching them now, and I've seen it so many times now. Um, <laughs> it's just these little throwaway. Just sometimes, yeah, you say it's just a look or a, a move that doesn't quite come off. The bit I love about that is when they they fill that guy full of lead. The other just guy goes, "Who's dead?" Yeah, <laughs> that's the line ever to live. That's Erwin Keys, by the way. Yeah, the man is shot dead, and as cops check over the body, a detective comments how does anybody know whose brother this is and how uh, the, the guy he's going to turn the ghetto upside down to the streams will run crimson and all the while uh, we're getting uh, cut scenes of fighting and some fucking and we see some boobs so thank you movie thank you movie, thank you, movie. I mean, three different sets too well nice. that's because he's like he's going to keep coming diversity and then they cut yeah, to yeah, sex yeah, yeah. and coming and they cut yeah. to the sex uh, yeah I was going to get to and that and they make it look like he's fucking three girls at the same time mm-hmm. yes yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> well you know why he could do that, right? What? Dynamite! Dynamite! Of course, how could I forget? <laughs> I love the fact we both set that up. So <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, yeah. Uh, Hashtag bromance. <laughs> <laughs> Black Dynamite is then congratulated on his lovemaking ability before he has to then tell the ladies to quiet down before they wake up the other bitches. Well, so now we see it's a whole room of women who, who have been satisfied by Black Dynamite. Well, there's like three women on the one side of the bed that we saw him fucking. Yeah. And then one of them yeah. says, that's the finest loving I ever got. Yeah, yeah. And she, I agree. And, uh, and then they uh, all three pop up. Third, and yeah, I like, agree third. It's all three that you saw. And then he goes, quiet, quiet down, mama. You'll <laughs> wake up the other bitches. And there's like a whole ton of women in the in, like past out there. <laughs> Yeah, they're like sleeping head to toe. Yeah, There's yeah. like three more in the other direction. Jesus Christ. Dynamite! Dynamite! They're sort of laid out like a tin of sardines. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> that is coincidentally how he laid them out, too. Yeah. Then we come to our, of course, a great title song uh, as he's uh, driving. Um, then he gets a call on a very awesome-looking car phone because that is legit. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like solid gold and yes. shit. And he gets a call that someone hasn't paid. So Black Dynamite goes and he knocks on the door looking for uh, looking for a man. Nipsey. Uh, yes, Nipsey. Uh, who the, uh, but an old lady who answers says she has not seen him. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I know. 
we're all laughing already because it's such a great. This is gonna. I already warned everybody uh, in the like, group. This is gonna be a giggle fest the uh, whole time. He <laughs> proceeds to kick through the door and fucking sends Granny flying through the fucking air. I love that part too. <laughs> oh my god! I just, that was one of the scenes where I just blew up. I was, did not expect that one to come there. So uh, as he starts choking out Granny, asking where she he was Nipsey squeezing is. her jaw. Well, he wasn't I mean, choking her out. Okay, well, dude, don't make him a hero. He just kicked her through a door. He is a hero. <laughs> okay. He's a misogynistic one, but he is yeah. a hero. So anyway, uh, Nipsey says he's here, and they get into a fight, in which then he kicks Nipsey through a fucking wall. And, and gra- a bookshelf. Yeah. Grabs it. Yeah. All the while, some poor guy's just trying to watch some TV, eat his TV dinner, man. I love how that guy does not get up, doesn't make a big deal about it. Uh, the only thing that he was missing was going, hey, Black Dynamite. Yeah, yeah that would have been that bad. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> he grabs a roll of money and uh, heads out into what apparently is, I don't know, what, what would you call it? A club house, a drip club, uh, or a whorehouse. Well, the place that he actually frequents is like his, those are his girls. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's a pimp. Yeah. Well, and yeah. we're getting there. So well, anyway, that's, he, that's one of the things I want to bring up, too. That's yeah. one of the things that Michael Jai White wanted to make sure he put into this film. Yeah. When these guys that are supposed to be the heroes of your black exploitation films show yeah. up, you never know what they do. No. Like sometimes they're collecting money and then they have this backstory where they used to work for the CIA. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or, or they're like a war hero or or some other shit like that. Like he they're just everything in together. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that he's referencing. And, and a lot of that has to do with like the Jim Brown movies because Jim Brown was always, you know, doing one thing. And then it turns out that he was like this ex-government agent or just super badass kind of thing like that, too. Yeah. So um, anyway, he gives the money to Honeybee and she thanks him for taking care of her and the girls since uh, they lost their pimp. I love how she's always crying. She always has that yeah. one glycerine tear. <laughs> yep. And it's clearly glycerine because it just holds there and yeah. it doesn't move. Yes. She also <laughs> lets him know that his nunchucks have been repaired. Yeah, not only repaired, but they cleaned them up and yeah. they oiled the ball bearings. Yes, of course. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> Honeybee then talks to uh, Black Dynamite and that is our next clip. All right. What's wrong, Honeybee? I know you too long. Now, if something's bothering you, why don't you lay it on me? Black Dynamite, I got to go to the hospital. It's my little nephew, Bucky. He OD. Where is Bucky and what has he had? It's that new drug on the street. All the kids are falling prey to it. What we gonna do, Black Dynamite? I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fight. The only way I know how. Ever since I was a boy, all I knew was how to fight. Fight, fight, fight. And when I got tired, I would fight some more. Now that the man has got our backs to the wall, I ain't gonna let him hurt the kids. I'm gonna take him down. I'm gonna take them all down. Where is Bucky uh, and what has he had? I love what he's do- <laughs> when he's doing this whole speech. He, there's that boom mic that's constantly the shot. Yeah. Okay. Now this is something that uh, Boz can actually attest to. When we covered Dolomite mm. on the OCD podcast, that was something that happened all the time in the Dolomite the films. Boom mic was- not just not just down and hitting you in the head. Like there's yeah. a couple times you can hear it in the clip too, yeah, yeah, yeah. where the boom mic hits <laughs> him on the head. But it's yeah. like firmly planted into his afro. Oh, geez. at some point during that clip. <laughs> You know, yeah. and, and that actually happens in one of the Dolomite movies. There's also like they couldn't get the audio to work right. So you can actually see in Dolomite the scene that they're referencing. When he says, where is Bucky and what has he had? He actually shouts it out. And you see him look up at the boom mic to aim his voice to the boom mic when oh he does God. it. Oh, my God. So he's like, yeah. where I've is Bucky seen this. and what has he had? I've never seen this Dolomite, so. I might end up buying some of those to where we're going to end up covering those All someday. Right. Because I fucking love Rudy Ray Moore movies. They're the best. <laughs> but the thing I love in this scene is they, they homage it so perfectly because he does the whole the boom's there for a 
while and you think I'm just gonna let it go and then just right before the end of his monologue he just flicks his eyes up to the right just once and, and definitely looks at it so you see that he's looked at it and that, I thought oh that's genius and they also do a thing where he's just staring at it and then it looks like he's looking at the director like <laughs> what I should keep going because he pauses when he looks at it like <laughs> yeah we're we gonna do another what take we, what are we doing? no okay I All guess right. I'll keep going <laughs> well then we come to dynamite <laughs> one of court's favorite lines is coming up dynamite decides it's time for kung fu training now one of the best parts about this is is there's a whole ton of fighting going on but it's your only focused on one of the guys who he's fighting against who's on the floor so you don't actually <laughs> have to see any kung fu happening just bodies flying around this guy yeah that's kind of jim kelly's thing yeah and uh, that, oh. a lot of black dynamite's kung fu is actually based on jim kelly who actually could do kung fu okay he was probably the only black exploitation star who actually could do kung fu i'm just saying it, it was yeah. funny where you just the scene was constantly on this one you know asian guy right, right. kneeled down to the floor while bodies were flying around him right because that's just how they they yeah. did it yeah um anyway dynamite gets a phone call and he is very angry and he asks somebody on the phone <laughs> who the hell's interrupting my kung fu <laughs> i love that too because he does all this shit where he kicks all these guys asses yeah. and they're all laying on the floor in pain and then he does his kia and he runs around like he just does like this quick little scamper run yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. Just like you do the, the, <laughs> the bricks yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like this little run he does he does this little like scamper that. I was run bring that up too. <laughs> and he, he like he's gonna do like a palm strike to break all of these bricks and then he stops for a minute when he hears the phone ringing and he's just like who's interrupting my kung fu that, in this call it is his aunt who informs him that his brother is dead uh to which he flips out at all the guys tells him get out you get out of my house get out i'll see y'all tomorrow <laughs> see you tomorrow <laughs> Uh, and uh, she, the aunt, goes into his mom's last words. Uh, <laughs> we see 18-year-old Black Dynamite. And we know this because he says, I'm 18-year-old yeah, yeah. Black I mean, Dynamite. Goes, I don't know. Well, his mother's dying words is, number one, don't let Jimmy get hooked on drugs and then die. <laughs> and that's his mother's last words. Don't let Jimmy get hooked on drugs or die. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, I am 18-year-old Black Dynamite. You are 16-year-old Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> You're strung out on drugs, and I promised our mom. That was awesome. Um, anyway, we come to the funeral. Uh, and, uh, once again, the aunt really just rags him pretty much. I mean, if your mother could be alive to see this, if your mother would be rolling around, rolling in her grave. And I love how she says your mother would be. If your mother was alive, she'd be rolling in, in her, her grave. grave. Yeah. <laughs> Did you listen to any of the lyrics in the background for the song that was playing I over the funeral? To. Yeah, I tried to. It's called it's, Jimmy's Dead. Yes, it's Jimmy's yeah. Dead. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, I almost wanted to pull clips, like see if you can pull clips of music. And I play. pulled the music out. It'll oh, be you? featured in this episode right, good, and outtakes and stuff. I also wanted to point out that that Jimmy's Dead song is actually a little reference to Black Caesar because there's a scene in there where Fred Williamson's character's uh, mother dies. And there's this whole thing that uh, the song is Mama's Dead. And I think it's by James Brown because I think he did that soundtrack. So that whole Mama's Dead slash Jimmy's Dead thing is like a direct reference to that. And I know I said I wasn't going to do this. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try to back off. <laughs> uh, you're fine. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> a friend of Black Dynamite is shown that a bullet casing is found at the scene. So it's a pretty large bullet casing. Did you notice how it kept changing too? Yes. The bullet constantly. casing kept changing. <laughs> when he first hands yes. it to him, it's a 5.56 NATO. Like, yeah. Like a standard like uh, AR-15 shell, yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah, like an M16 shell. Yeah, a standard M16 yeah. shell. And then it like keeps getting bigger yeah. and then smaller and, and smaller. then bigger every time it shows up. <laughs> oh my God. So anyway, uh, Black Dynamite gets shit. home. I <laughs> This is some heavy shit. <laughs> Everybody who touches the shell says that. They're like, this, this is, is some, some heavy, heavy shit. shit. 
And they say it. They all say it like that, too. They're like, this is some heavy shit. This is some heavy shit. By the time I get home and he has a bear stand and he's putting his gun away on there and we'll say he's getting comfortable. And then we see some guys getting ready to or breaking into his house and only to find that the bear's on the couch. Black Dynamite gets the drop on him and we find out that one of them is a man named Agent O'Leary who is in Nam with Black Dynamite. And this results in our next flashback clip. <laughs> I guess you forgot about the time you and Bravo Company left my black ass for dead, huh? But I remember. I remember everything. I remember Vietnam like it was yesterday. I remember that village in Tainan that we cut down. It was a massacre. All the dead we left in our tracks. I remember the faces, the children. This one child I'll never forget. Poor little bastard was still alive. Little Chinese legs were blown clean off. Still see his little shins and feet hanging from the ceiling fan across the hut. He was charred from his head down to his little Chinese knees. He tried to get up, but he fell over when what was left of his right leg broke off. As he laid there, flat on his face, he looked up at me. His little Chinese eyes burned right into my stomach, deep into my soul. He said something to me in Chinese, like, what was how sounds like some cartoon shit, but I understood it to be a question that he was asking me. And I don't have to know how to speak Chinese to know what that question was. Why, Black Dynamite? Why? There's so much in there that's awesome. Number one, number one. Let's just they're Vietnamese. They're They're Vietnamese. Vietnamese. They're not Chinese. I just I can picture the legs hanging from the ceiling fan. Yeah. I love the part where he says we broke off what's left of his right leg, and he said some shit, and he must have been like a cartoon. Yeah, must have been a cartoon. Which I understood to be a question. Why black dynamite? Why? My favorite bit is he fell face down and then looked up at me, and his eyes burned into my stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, that whole clip was the best. Dynamite! Dynamite! Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> Apparently, we find out Black Dynamite was the best that the CIA have to offer, but he laughed. Uh, from when, He says it himself. Yeah, it was the best. <laughs> then I left. Then O'Leary goes, I don't know who killed your brother, but I'm not going to tell you who either because I don't need the streets to run with a river of blood. And Black Dynamite said, tell me who it is and it'll only be a puddle. Yeah, because I'll find just that <laughs> yeah, person. Yeah. Hidden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. Yeah, this movie's fucking great. Oh my god, it is. Apparently there's a smack problem in Black Dynamite's world. Um, uh, he is told uh, O'Leary says it's a smack problem but he has, uh, Black Dynamite has to stay out of it because he no longer has his license to kill. Which is a shame. Yes, because that's all Black Dynamite knows how to do is kill and make love to a woman. Wait, in that order? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Does he kill a woman and then make love to her or no, does he no, make no, love no. to he a kill, woman and then kill He kills a man kill. and then makes love to a woman. Alright. All right. And I thought also- that was only in this hotel. <laughs> <laughs> He also will kick a granny through a door like it ain't a thing. <laughs> no, no, ain't no thing. Because, hey, listen, he needs to get that cash money. He goes from working for the CIA to being a makeshift pimp protecting girls who lost their pimp. Yeah. And also collecting and also money. a collector. Yeah, yeah. a collector of money. I'm, I'm probably a loan shark. Um, oh, yeah, I missed that bit where they said, oh, so-and-so hasn't paid either. He said, oh, yeah, Dan, take my keys. He's in the back. He's in the oh, trunk. Yeah, he's yeah. in the trunk. That's right. <laughs> I knew I forgot something. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's really great where he's just like, yeah, get him out of my trunk. Be- Tell him if he doesn't give me the money by Thursday, he's dead or something. Dynamite (laughs) visits a friend, his friend uh, Bullhorn, for some info. Uh, Lots of chicks want Black Dynamite as he walks through the club. Um, Of course. Dynamite! Dynamite! 
<laughs> anyway, uh, yes, the dynamite jingle actually happened when opening up the door. That very thing you just played when he opens up the door, yeah. the bullhorn, that's what plays. Yeah. Uh, he hears that his brother was hanging with uh, a weird crowd, one of which being Cream Corn, played by the incredible Tommy Davidson, who I fucking love and adore. Oh, so, yeah, he channeled every fucking snitch pimp he always, uh, any character, he, Any character he plays in anything. Since I've seen him in a living color, it's always been brilliantly done. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true, but what he did beautifully is he took every snitch pimp character from 70s TV, Yes, like your Huggy Bear and, and all of those kind of guys. Rolled it into one Rolled person. it into one, and then just kind of mm-hmm. threw that little Tommy Davidson charm over uh-huh. top oh of it. Oh my god, it's so awesome. Yeah, he's brilliant. Cream Corn is one of the highlights of the film. So anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Tom, he shows up at, Black Dynamite shows up at a barber shop where uh, Cream Corn is kind of bragging about how he's, you know, the man. And then we have a great chase scene where the eggs bit, where they actually get a ram past the eggs. <laughs> they stop, run around the guys at the eggs so that the eggs get thrown up in the air. They did that because they couldn't afford a pane of glass and a <laughs> moped. They did the eggs because they couldn't afford the glass. <laughs> well, eggs prices these days, they couldn't afford the eggs. Um, <laughs> cream Corn tells him to, st- after catching Cream Corn, he tells him to go, I love where they're jumping off the roof and at one point Cream Corn's having to catch up with, with uh, Black Dynamite to jump off the roof together. <laughs> why, why would you just stop? <laughs> anyway, uh, Cream Corn tells him to go see Chicago Wind at the bar for more information. Uh, here we go ahead and he shows up and uh, we have a great fight scene uh, with, with the nunchucks and uh, as he's kicking the crap out of all of Chicago Wind's guys. Is this in the pool hall? Yes, the pool hall. And so he's got like the two-piece uh, yeah, like yeah. sort of leisurely suit black. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a cross between a leisure suit and a gi for martial arts. Exactly. That he's wearing. Exactly. And he's just like kicking all of their asses with the nunchucks. Anyway, Bull shows up to help. <laughs> One of the best scenes of the whole movie. While he's fighting some guy, he slaps him. And the guy breaks care. Motherfucker. And they go, no. And then you have a bad edit. And then we see a stunt double in there. No, there's a completely different guy. Dude, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. It's supposed to be a stunt double. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's okay, a completely so, different actor. Now, Bullhorn is actually the, what we were talking about earlier is Rudy Ray Moore. Mm-hmm. And he's got the guy who's doing Bullhorn has got Rudy Raymore's fighting style down. Oh, nice. <laughs> he really has. Not kicking above knee height, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he couldn't <laughs> kick above knee height. He couldn't really throw a halfway decent punch. I think at one point he does do the gut grab that's supposed to be the belly rub that kills. Well, that <laughs> that reminds me of, like, Steven Seagal. He can't do a kick, like, above knee high. Like, yeah. You never saw Steven Seagal, like, do a super kick out of dude. Right, which is why Michael Jai White's of Black Dynamite is more an amalgamous to uh, Jim Kelly, because Jim Kelly actually could do the kicks and all of that stuff. He was one of Bruce Lee's students. Yeah. So there's that. And you wouldn't ever see Jim Kelly be in a movie with Dolomite or, or with Rudy Ray Moore in, in a Dolomite once film. Again, that's another scene there where, that I had to stop from laughing because just that all of a sudden a slap and motherfucker. <laughs> I think the idea was that he slapped him or he didn't yeah, pull his punch like, yeah, and the other actor got pissed and kicked the shit yeah, out of yeah, him or was going yeah, to. Yeah, because yeah, he, he slaps him. Motherfucker. And then, go, oh. and then they cut <laughs> the bad edit with the new act. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I always lose my shit when that happens. Uh, anyway, uh, Black Dynamite and Chicago Wind are in a car chase now. And the Chicago Wind gets in this really awesome red sports car. And as they're going the through Ferrari, the- Ferrari, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it might have been. I don't. It's a red sports car. I don't know cars. 
Um, I don't know. I don't know sports. I just know, I don't a few know. cars. <laughs> anyway, and look at me. It's got too too many wheels. As they do, <laughs> as they do a whole chase here, it looks like uh, uh, Chicago Wind's giving a long monologue while looking back and drives off a cliff. Only it's a different car that's driving off. It's actually the car that uh, uh, Black Dynamite was in that's driving off the ledge. And when it drives off the ledge, it doesn't hit anything. It explodes in midair. <laughs> then it gets reused later in the film. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's stock footage from like another movie too, which yeah. is beautiful. It's not even the red sports car anymore. Anyway, we come to our quintessential Bob guy. Uh, Mike Starr. Mike, Mike Starr. And he wants uh, Black Dynamite dead for uh, the killing of Chicago Wynn, who apparently was his best pusher. So there we go. <laughs> I love that line too, where he's just like, he just killed my best dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we come to a neighborhood meeting and a woman is speaking out against some swarmy uh, congressmen. And that actually leads us to our next clip. Before you support any of these candidates, find out if they're going to rid our communities of the hustlers and pushers. Or are they going to destroy all the programs that help our children and give their corporate friends free reign to exploit our community like Congressman James? Watch me turn this shit around. Power to the people. With all due respect to the young sister here, y'all know me. Now, young lady, these fine folks don't need to be misled. All the want is a little bit of bread. You can't just stick it to the man. You also got to have yourself a plan. Now we got to take this from the jukebox to the ballot box. You got to go from the poor house to the white house. Instead of a line in from sea to shine and see. Keep the faith, brothers and sisters. Say, mama, you're going to have to work on your delivery if you want to take on Congressman James. Shame is half these people don't know what the hell y'all talking about. At least they can put his to a beat. So what do you do to make a difference? Do you march? Do you vote? Uh, let me guess. You're one of these Tom Slick brothers thinking get by on good looks a wink and a smile, huh? I don't know about Tom Slick. But thank you for the compliment. That's not what I meant. Not that I think that you have good look. I mean, you know these guys with their... Winks and smiles. Yeah. What about the smile? I am smiling. That's a smooth mother. <laughs> oh my God. Can we just talk about Sally Richardson for just a second? Uh-huh. Huge crush on her from when well, she was Allison Blake in Eureka. And I love Eureka when I, when that was out. Oh, I never get to see that. Oh yeah. yeah. A huge crush on Sally Richardson and seeing her in the seventies clothes with the Afro and yeah. everything. Oh my God. She just looks so incredible in this. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Black Dynamite follows some of the other militants back to their apartment and meets their leader, Saeed. Uh, and that's where he, we check out the ammo, which is of course a different size now the showcasing but it is still heavy shit it looks like a fucking elephant gun 50 caliber shell yeah. at that point like just the expended <laughs> said, shell right now and of course in movie magic he was just checking out this stuff the other day it had a book right on it right on the table and apparently it is government issued yeah you can only get that in the government yeah <laughs> of course at this point you also meet one of my favorite characters and he's the guy who uh learned his lines including the stage directions right so yeah. he's like i All want right. to talk to who's in charge sarcastically i'm in charge so yeah, now, yeah, that's right. Sarcastically, this, I'm in this charge. proves my theory that your show is not scripted. <laughs> I've never heard Matt do that. <laughs> All right, he so, would totally do that too. Excitingly, <laughs> moving on to next notes. Anyway. <laughs> 
Oh, you did that. Shit. You did that wrong. You <laughs> yeah. totally did that wrong. If you were doing it, it would be excitedly moves on to next notes anyway. Yeah, yeah. And I love too in the scene when that, every time that guy says something, he reads the stage directions, and then you see Michael Jai White's character, who's <laughs> supposed to be the actor playing Black Dynamite, who is like the linebacker or whoever that he's pretending to be that's yes. playing Black Dynamite. Yeah. You see him look at the guy and kind of roll his eyes. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And then he just keeps rolling with it. Oh man! So a few moments does that. Black Diamond goes to O'Leary's office, and it's not Black Diamond; it's Black Black Dynamite. They say Dynamite. When you, you fuck it up, I'm gonna fix you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he goes to O'Leary's office, and that is our next clip. You mind telling me how this was found at the scene of my brother's death? Okay, Black Dynamite. Want me to level with you? Your brother Jimmy wasn't a two-bit drug dealer. He was one of us. What? He was working undercover, and he wanted to be just like you. Jimmy, why didn't you tell me? Vincent Raffelli, daughter of the Carbozzi family, heads up a shipping company. We believe he's distributing dope. Jimmy felt that the Don and Congressman James had something up their sleeve. He didn't quite know what it was. He died trying to find out. So I don't need to tell you the importance of this mission, but I just have one question. Are you in or are you out? Because God knows you're the only one we can trust. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Hope you don't mind. I took the liberty of reinstating your license to kill. You're going to need this. <laughs> I've just realized I want a soundboard to my life and I want those little audio stings that they use. Da, 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 da. I uh, cut those down because it's like they do one and it pauses and yeah. then they, they look at each other and do something weird and then they do another thing and then they move on to the next line. So anyway, while showing pics, we see the pic of the same guy, uh, the same mobster who uh, wants uh, Black Dynamite dead. Uh, so uh, we he now wants to, and then he's speaking, the mobster, and he wants to now bring in the heavy hitters. So Black Diamond uh, checks out... Uh, you said diamond again. Did I say diamond again? Jesus. Now it's in my head. Fuck. It didn't start until just now, and now it's in my head. I think he's doing it on purpose, boss. I'm not. Literally, I swear to God, I'm not. Yeah, it's pissing me off. I'm going to go to Pret a Manager and get a sandwich. Pret a Manger. when you stick out your pinky while you're doing it. That is French. I don't know. Fancy. Anyway, he checks out Jimmy's apartment, which was broken into. The song is awesome. Jimmy's apartment. Yeah, check it out, Jimmy. Apartment. <laughs> Looks like some jackass broke in. <laughs> they could be anywhere. That was actually the song that I, I have set up for one of our, our in-between steps. Oh, good, <laughs> so I think you picked that one. <laughs> yeah. That's the best one. I tried to find the best of all the songs that I could, man. I was working really hard at that. There's a shootout uh, with uh, two men. Uh, uh, Dynamite is shot, uh, but he kills one while the other gets away. It's it's a great scene where he looks outside to shoot outside the guy. The car door stuck on the ledge because who has it that happened to or on the, the yeah. Sidewalk and the grass. Yeah. So you can tell it's like, cut away, cut away, because you can't close the door. Then all of a sudden you shut back and the car's driving away. There's a couple of those where that actually happened during the production, but they just left them in. Yeah. And I think that might have been one of them. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. that was great. Yeah. Um. So then we uh, come to uh, a, uh, we're at the hospital and uh, we get to uh, see some nurse boobs. So thanks, Thank movie. movie. Thank you, movie. Thank you, movie. My God, were they huge boobs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he says, the doctor comes in complaining. He said, what do you expect sending a girl in with those boobs yeah yeah, yeah. Um, dr. dr waggy fingers i call him because he <laughs> yes, does the, he the punctuated wagging finger he which is just brilliant three inches to the left and you know they would not have been having that conversation i also love how he says it's a through and through and it's a 
clean shot and yeah. he only has one bandage. There's not one on the back of his shoulder. No, no, no. So there was no exit wound. <laughs> and also he has full use of his arm after being shot through. While, while yeah. fucking fondling the girl, like he's still like the yeah. nurse. He's still moving that arm, even though it's yeah, supposed yeah. to be in exactly. a sling. And he's just like, he's not even acting like it's a little stiffer. It hurts. No, no. Anyway, uh, as he's leaving the hospital, we see the activist woman, Gloria, come in with a boy from the orphanage who is OD'd on smack. Black Dynamite offers to help, and that leads to our next clip. These politicians don't give a damn. I mean, look. Look at these ads. Congressman James made promises to the people. And then he took away his drug awareness programs and allowed his bedfellows to sell crap to the kids. He even invested in these products. Now the dope is everywhere. It's even, it's even in the orphanage. Not the orphanage. I used to be an orphan. You ain't got no mommy and you ain't got no daddy. You're an orphan. 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 No, not the orphans. I think I need to show you something. We've been trying to reach these children, but this new smack on the street is proving too much of a match for us. The worst thing about these these pushers getting these children addicted to this new smack is that these children are orphans, and orphans don't have parents. Ain't nothing in the world get Black Dynamite more mad than some jive-ass sucker dealing smack to the kids. Bobby, stop it. You'll kick soon. You dealing, brother? I need my smack. I need it now. Put a few of these honeys on the street, and I'll get you your bread, partner. I refuse to let this happen to you, little man. I will shake this poisonous shit out of your little smacked up body if I have to. Black Dynamite, stop. We've tried that. Nothing works. I can't look at these kids no more. <laughs> I love that shit where she's like, Black Dynamite, stop. We've tried that. They tried to shake the heroin out of the kids. I, I can't look at these kids no more. He just runs off. And he does his little scurry run again. First of all, the lot to went back there. Uh, when his first flashback, when they're oh, for an orphan, all, the, all the kids get thrown out the window. <laughs> Do the dynamite, dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. It's, uh, I used to be an orphan. I know. He's you know not an orphan anymore. These orphans is. They don't have any parents. <laughs> he used to be an orphan. But he's yeah. not one yeah, anymore. Yeah, I don't know. He used to be an orphan. He had a mom, but then she died. But when she died, he was 18. So no, he, he wasn't 18 when she died. She was on her deathbed. He was a kid. Yeah. And then he was 18 trying yeah. to get Jimmy off the smack. Yeah. While trying they were to get orphans. 16 year old Jimmy off, man. Yeah. While, while they were orphans, apparently. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. You try I and just, trace the logic of this <laughs> film, it's going to give you a headache. I just love the you know, sourcing for these orphans. They don't have any parents. <laughs> the thing that makes me lose. <laughs> my shit is where he's screaming about he's gonna shake the smack out of the little kid and she just goes that, we've already, that, tried, we've already that. tried that it's i love that no, I can't what, get that way, we that. tried that <laughs> nothing works you've heard of shaking baby syndrome well we tried shaking we tried, syndrome. Sh we tried to shake the smack out of these kids gloria <laughs> wants to get Sorry. some food so uh black dynamite takes her um and they end up at roscoe's chili and donuts mm -hmm. <laughs> is it chili and donuts i thought it was chicken and donuts no it's chili and donuts uh, okay Chicken yeah, and waffles. Yeah, no, 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 don't get there yet. Don't root it. Sorry. <laughs> that's coming. <laughs> it was a piece. God damn it, boss. <laughs> chili and donuts just does sound disgusting. It really does, but now I want some chili or some donut or some chili and donuts. Listen, I'm fat and hungry. Give me food. Um, Do you want some chili sauce on that donut? <laughs> yes. Finally. Now you're getting it, boss. Um, <laughs> anyway, as Glory goes inside to get some food, uh, Black Dynamite's 
just kind of hanging out in his car, looking at a donut man who's trying to hand out flyers. Uh, he walks into Roscoe's and blows the donut away. Uh, and he goes, <laughs> not a phrase you get to say every day on this <laughs> show. <laughs> he blows the, the donut, donut away. away. <laughs> um, she goes, how'd you know? And he said, uh, because uh, no donut wears alligator shoes. That shit was hilarious. Yeah. And I love how the guy looks well, perfectly has- normal and then he shoots him and then all of a sudden he has a submachine yeah, gun he as he falls down. <laughs> How'd you know? Well, the submachine gun, I don't know. That was a dead giveaway. <laughs> but no, it was the alligator shoes. My, my favorite thing about that is that they've got, they've clearly got a large wooden version without a man in it and yeah. then they put it on the floor and it just rolls like a penny coming yeah, to a yeah, stop. Yeah, when he dies in a row, right? <laughs> so anyway, um, then more guys pull up in a car. Uh, once again, they all get up to shoot. The one guy didn't put the car, bar, the car park and it starts rolling. <laughs> tries to get in. They have to cut it away again. That was actually, that happened on the set. That really? happened on the so day. they were just like, fuck it, we're yeah, keeping that. Yeah, and then they're like, no, that's perfect. <laughs> just roll yeah. with it, guys. That's even better. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my god. Because that's what happens in these movies, man. It does. Uh, he, uh, Dynamite uses the, don- uh, the donut dead guy as cover and kills all of them. To keep Gloria safe, he takes her to Honeybee, and that is our next clip. Hey, Dynamite, you ain't got to worry about Gloria. She gonna be safe up in here. I've been keeping the girls up on their kung fu like you told me to. Now they find her up in here. We will fricassee their asses. Chikao! Dynamite, are you sure about this? Maybe we should just call the police. No, mama. You could bet your sweet ass and half a titty whoever put that hit out on you already got the cops in their back pocket. You be cool, mama. Be here. Keep you tight and out of sight. I'm going to shake the tree from the roots and rake up the fruits. Rip it up out the ground. Find out what's going down. Don't worry about tomorrow, mama, because tonight... Dynamite's going to make everything all right. Euphoria, shut the fuck up. I know that was you. I ain't even got a look. I should send your ass back to Crenshaw P with his hot-ass coat hangers, bitch. Would you like that? Like Dynamite, I know that we just met, but somehow I feel that I can trust you. I'll be here waiting till you come to get me. Thank you for saving my life. You be cool, little mama. I'll be back before too long. We're all losing our shit when these clips are playing. <laughs> I just love after all that craziness. She goes, I know I just met you, but I feel like I can trust you. Well, and I cut out. There's a really long, yeah, awkward a pause, pause where he's kind of looking yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> but the way you just cut that made it 10 times funnier. Because <laughs> it gets rid of that awkward pause. And yeah. She's immediately like, Black Dynamite, I feel like I can trust you, <laughs> even though you just had a misogynistic rant against after that you prostitute. You just threatened to send a girl back to a pimp with his With a hot, pimp, hot <laughs> pimp stick. Yeah, yeah hot pimp stick. Yeah. Oh did you did you notice um when he when he says you could bet half a titty that she actually looks down yeah, at one of her yeah, breasts? Yeah, she looks at her. T- <laughs> so does Honey Bee. Honey Bee looks at her tits too. <laughs> did I miss that? Oh shit! Uh, I didn't notice that because I was already staring at her boobs the whole time. <laughs> Um, I like that all the girls know Kung Fu as well. That's Kung a, Fu bitch. Yeah, that's that's a that's a Rudy Ray Moore thing where all of his ladies know Kung Fu. And, we're gonna, and they're just as bad at it as what Rudy oh, Ray Moore we're is. About to, we'll see yeah. that here in a bit, yeah, too. Right, it's going to be right. great. Anyway, uh, Black Dynamite heads uh, to a pimp's meeting where they're all the selling... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so much. Yeah, I love this scene so <laughs> it's much. Such a, it's such a great... There were just too many bad expletives to try to make a clip out of it. You yeah. know, once we don't want to play, yeah. you know? 
know, or else I would have, I would have clipped this out. But <laughs> it would have just been like, well, you gotta. Uh, 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 hey, uh, shut uh, up! Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it would have been stutter stop. It's bad enough trying to cut out all the expletives against white people in this. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there were very few of those comparatively to that scene. Anyway, they're talking about and uh, a few of these actors I've seen before. They're all been in a lot of things. Oh, yeah. I love the one who's extra polite. Oh, bye, Black Dad. This is Black Dynamite. Did you meet Black Dad? <laughs> the- well, one of them was Arsenio Hall. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Arsenio Hall was the uh, the, the one the gold. Yeah. yeah. He was like the lead. Yeah. Yeah. My personal favorite is the Captain Kangaroo Pimp, who looks I just like just Captain the Room. I was in my notes. Hold on. I just said, did the fuck did I just fucking see Captain Kangaroo? Yes. You and did. a pimp's meeting. Yeah. That, that, uh, whoever they got, fucking dead, fucking on for Captain fucking Kangaroo. I know, right? Holy Excuse shit. Me, I, I think you'll find his Captain Kangaroo Pimp. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just like, I saw that. I go, the fuck was that Captain <laughs> fucking Captain Kangaroo? I mean, all, all of the pimp names are brilliant, but me and Casey, like, we first found this years ago. Like, did, <laughs> there was one that absolutely slayed us was Juggler Gideon. <laughs> he has to sing his own name. <laughs> anyway, oh, um, they also decide they need to, because there are not as many Johns, uh, they need to supplement by selling smack. Black Diamond warns them that if they do sell smack, he will stop them. And no, he will not tolerate anyone will, who sells drugs to the community. Yeah. Black, Dynamite, Black Dynamite, I sell drugs so to the community. community. <laughs> <laughs> I smell drugs. I sell drugs to the community. Yeah. That's a that's a holdover from uh, Dolomite as well because he goes into this whole diatribe about how he won't tolerate drug sales, mm. and yet he's hanging out with pimps. He yeah. is a pimp, and there are other drug dealers there as well. It just something about this new smack that took out Buck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As Dynamite leaves, he is joined by Cream Corn and Bullhorn, and they go up for a city cleanup montage. Uh, <laughs> at one point, we get to see the really bad kung fu by the ladies at a party. Yeah, that whole cleaning up the city montage, I, I did pull the music out. That was the start of the show. Yeah. That was the music for that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and we see that our main, one of our main mob guys is killed in that stock footage car explosion by a helicopter in a big mega you know, picking them up and then dropping them off a cliff. I want to know where all that footage came from. That God. looked like 70s TV it or was, something. It definitely was. Yeah. Because those big, like a helicopter with a big car magnet was such a huge thing in the late 70s, early 80s. Is yeah. like a, as, especially in TV is a little plot device to help get a car at gaping or some shit like that. Yeah, that shit is great. I would love to know where that came from. Yeah, right. Um, Congressman James is on the phone stating that they broke into his apartment and have his ledger with shipping date and location. Black, uh, Black Dynamite and Gloria are walking through the cleaned up neighborhood and this leads to our next clip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew I could count on you, Matt. <laughs> you got it, boss. Entry, entry. Hot off the presses. Black Dynamite cleaned up street. It's, it's unbelievable, Black Dynamite. Everyone looks so happy and it's all thanks to you. I'd like to take the credit but dig, mama. There's no I in revolution and team. <laughs> Look, I know I'm gonna be rusty, but I have to try. Oh, hi, girls. Well, what do you? What is your name? I'm Shawanda, and her name's Brickwilla. Oh, those are beautiful names. I'm Gloria, and this is Black Dynamite. My mama said my daddy's name is Black Dynamite. So did my mama. Oh, hush up, little girls. A lot of cats have that name. <laughs> 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 I would have been severely disappointed in you if you did not oh, have that. There's no way I was yeah. not pulling that that whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Two things: a uh, Briquilla. 
Yeah. <laughs> is, is that a beautiful name? I'm not sure. And the other thing is, <laughs> there's no. Oh, no, it says, listen, my daddy's name's Black Dynamite, and the music goes, <laughs> <laughs> just stop. Hush up, little girls. A lot of cats have that name. Yeah, hush up, little girls. A lot of guys have that name. There's no I in Revolut Team. <laughs> Pig. <laughs> oh, later that night, uh, after some dinner, uh, they get with the lovemaking, and it's all animated. <laughs> the lovemaking, like there's like a the psychedelic animation of all different sex positions. Oh, there's a there's a reason for that. And for some reason, astronomical signs. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Okay, actually. please like enlighten me. Okay, so apparently back in the 70s there was just was a, like each astronomical sign a sex position. There was a poster that had all of the signs of the astrology uh-huh. chart, and each one would have a different sexual position, and it would be like this poster yeah. in the 70s that people would have in their basement. Okay, and it would actually have the poses done up like a cartoon style, like that where it was drawn, and it would just show you what the the thing was supposed to be. Yeah, and they just took that supposed poster that I guess that just existed in the 70s in people's basements. That was great though. Like it was like a black light belt poster too, and then they just animated it to yeah. show like to to show the crazy lovemaking that those two got up to. If anybody had taken a hit at ecstasy and then watched that, they're fucked. Why ecstasy? I don't know. You mean LSD? Sure, LSD. that too. Yeah. Any <laughs> drug, any mind-altering drug. If they took ecstasy, they would just be feeling up the way that the couch purr felt. <laughs> Trying to feel the, the monitor watching the movie. Yeah, or they'd be rubbing their face into the carpet and get rug burns. Listen, man, I'm not experts on drugs, okay? Not like you, fucking heathen. Dynamite! Dynamite! <laughs> But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. <laughs> Horn calls. And with the ledger, they have are able to know uh, the shipments and also locations. And that is our next clip. A big shipment is coming to town and it's right there where that wrote it down. Now, we don't know the whens, but we do know the wheres. And however the fuck the what's, we'll sure enough be there. Looks like he's got two warehouses, one big one and one smaller one here. We break into the two units. We hit the small one first, then we scale the fence, enter from the south, using a settling blowtorch to breach the warehouse from the back. That way we avoid the guards. Man, I'm gonna be running for cover when us brothers get, get, get. Hmm. The torch is an issue. We won't be able to get an acetylene torch in time. Think again, brother. You know somebody's got one? I know just the cat. I love when uh, mm. Bullhorn runs out of rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> he couldn't think of anything for cover. Uh, they're all sitting there staring at one another. Hmm. He just anyway. sits down. <laughs> uh, and then I love the look on Michael Jai White's face when he like, whatever, then he just starts going back into the plan. Yeah, right. Well, anyway, they we have another fight and gun battle at, at a warehouse. Uh, they capture a man and give him a serum. Who And he lets loose, uh, must be like a true serum, that uh, code Kansas and will fix all the effort Americans, not the word he used. <laughs> no. Not the word he used. We'll fix all the racial slurs. <laughs> we'll fix all the racial slurs. Yeah. Code Kansas. I, Code Kansas. I actually don't and think then, I'd heard that particular insult since I was about 12 years old until right, I saw this movie. Right. And they won't be so big and strong that will fix all those racial slurs. <laughs> <laughs> I love how uncomfortable you are. I am uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> it's like you even wrote the word racial slurs in your note. <laughs> racial slurs. Uh, the only thing they find in the boxes is the anaconda malt liquor. It gives you that woo. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> which Gunsmoke uh, begins to drink. Because, he, yeah. It's fucking delicious. Fuck yeah, it's anaconda malt liquor. It gives you that woo. And anyway, they are at a diner meeting, and they all want to order some breakfast, like waffles and sausage. And the waitress says, the only thing I have left is uh, chicken and waffles. And that's when Roscoe, <laughs> from Roscoe's Donuts and Chili, goes, hot damn. <laughs> hot out. damn. I, sure, I had to pause it, and I laughed for 15 fucking minutes <laughs> on that joke alone. <laughs> well, what's beautiful about that hot is damn. there really was a Roscoe's yeah, chicken and waffles, I, I think, kicked it all off. <laughs> and that's what makes it so hilarious. Oh. I lost my shit this time, too, because yeah. I did, I never got that joke until this time that I just watched it for the I'm show. Like, he's like, yeah. hot damn, and runs out. I'm like, oh, my God. Fucking Roscoe. <laughs> You'll get him, man. And I love the part where Tommy Davidson's trying to order breakfast. Yeah. He improvised all of that, that crazy oh list God, of shit that he insane. wanted. But I could see him being able to do that. Because he's that good, yeah. I should have gotten mm. a fucking clip of that. <laughs> oh, I'm a little disappointed in that. <laughs> there are a lot of things I wanted to clip, and I was, like, trying to space them out, though, or else it's going to be, hey, Clay, Court clip zero 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 to zero one twenty four twenty four thirty five thirty five. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Uh, anyway, uh, at this diner meeting, they get some knowledge workout, and that's our next clip. These buttery motherfuckers are melting your mouth, man. You ain't had no wait. Well, Horn, what did you just say? You said melt in your mouth. Quick, what else melts in your mouth? Eminem. Exactly. And not in your hands. And who makes Eminem's? Mars Candy Company make it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Those white Mars men. Candy. Mars is also the Roman god of war. That's what I'm talking about. No. Who is the Greek god of war? Ares. Ah. Now, you take Mars and spell it backwards. Drop the S. Where's the Ram. That's right. And Ram is the zodiacal sign for Aries. That's right. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. now then, right. Aries' half-sister is Athena. Now you get it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Athena, Athens. Which is the capital of Greece. And as we all know, zodiological astronomy was created by the Greeks in 785 BC. And 785 is the area code of Topeka. Oh my God. 785 is the area code to Topeka, Kansas. Go, Kansas! Kansas. Take that, spell it backwards, drop the S. Snake Doc! Snake! Snake Doctor! Yeah! Yes! Yeah! And brothers, who is the Greek demigod of medicine who believed that snakes' tongues had mystical healing powers? Asclepius, of course. He had a staff with snakes intertwining all around that bitch. They called Asclepius' staff. It's a symbol the medical field uses to this day. I've seen it. Now, what legend involving snakes is in both Greek and Roman mythology? Come on. It involves Asclepius' own father. Apollo. Yeah, thanks, lady. That's right. Yeah. Apollo slew the serpent at Delphi, mm -hmm. which was a big-ass snake. That's right. And what, brothers, is the biggest snake in the world? The South American anaconda. What she said? Anaconda malt liquor. And what is the slogan for anaconda malt liquor? Anaconda malt liquor gives you woo, gives you what? Woo. And who else is famous for? Woo. Little Richard. Who? Little, Little Richard. Richard. So, what they really saying is anaconda malt liquor gives you Little, Little Richard. Richard. What is another word for Richard? Uh, 
Anaconda malt liquor gives you a little dick. I love that. <laughs> and who else goes, <laughs> Little Richard. Anaconda malt liquor gives you little, little Richard. Richard. What's another word for Richard? <laughs> they go through this whole diatribe about like, you know, the doc snake and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And that leads them absolutely nowhere. The only thing that actually matters was the Anaconda malt liquor gives you the, <laughs> yeah, for little Richard, which even that I don't think really matters. I don't think so. I don't follow any of that anyway, logic, and I'm confused. They head to Gunsmoke's place, and uh, they find that poor Gunsmoke has drank himself tiny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, that anaconda malt liquor sure gave him the woo! <laughs> yep. Uh, they kill Gunsmoke. want to live. <laughs> they kill Gunsmoke to put him out of his misery. He's got Trump disorder. Yes, he does. Yeah. Oh my God, does he ever? Yeah. How does a porn star even work with that thing? It's micro penis time for Gunsmoke. Uh, you yeah. trimmed it. Just gonna say, drop the humongous balls. <laughs> Clap. <laughs> got him. <Yeah. laughs> Shit. He's <laughs> doing so well. <laughs> We head back to the warehouse, and we're just going to ignore the fact that they killed Gunsmoke. I just said they killed Gunsmoke to put him out of his misery, <laughs> and his misery is that he suffers from Trumpism. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, we're back to there. Okay, right. we know where we're going now. All right, uh, we end up back to the warehouse, and as they are going through, we find out O'Leary is behind this the whole time. Well, he's the white guy in the movie, so yeah, exactly. like the only one left alive. Uh, <laughs> um, it, uh, Dynamite uses a fake trick to get the jump on O'Leary and kills him. Um, then a call comes through on a radio and Black Diamond answers and it is apparently Dr. Wu. Who, fiendish Dr. Wu. The fiendish Dr. The Wu. fiendish Dr. Wu who somehow has, uh, even though this is on a walkie-talkie, has now video of Black Dynamite. Okay. Uh, you see, that's that's because he employs his kung fu treachery. Yes. <laughs> he is the fiendish doctor. Who, if he wasn't fiendish, he wouldn't be able to get exactly. video. Black Diamond then promises. <laughs> Dynamite! Dynamite! Fuck. <laughs> Black Dynamite, who promises on the ghost of Abraham Lincoln to emancipate and proclamate his ass. I lose my shit when he says that. <laughs> That's why I was fucking... On the ghost of Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln I, will I will emancipate, emancipate and proclamate your ass. ass. <laughs> I love that shit. God damn, that That's was so great writing. Funny. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, time... Uh, now it's time to go to Kung Fu Island. Uh, we have another... My favorite section. Yeah. yeah I we, just love this bit. Can we just admit it right now <laughs> that this is essentially the plot from Enter the Dragon? They basically just shoehorn yeah. Enter the Dragon in because they all Enter love the Dragon. Enter the Dra You've never seen Enter the Dragon? <gasps> I've never seen Enter the Dragon. Well, Boz, we got your next appearance solid. I was figured out. just gonna say. Anyone <laughs> <laughs> else find it weird on Kung Fu Island that there is an American and Confederate flag? E no. No? <laughs> I found it a little strange. Um, anyway, we have another firefight. Uh, some great cut scenes of fighting here. Uh, some of it's stock footage. Yes. Just as they're breaking in and our militant who's always uh, staying the whole entire script. Uh, <laughs> the guy who reads everything. Yes. Yeah. He is uh, talking about retirement. He is murdered. So, you know, you threw that in there. You know, as soon as this is done, I'm going to retire and I'm going to go home. And then, you know, he gets impaled. No, he says, I'm going to retire. I'm going to move with my family. Shows picture. That's Bobby Doe. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he reads the stage direction to show Black Dynamite the picture. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, dies instantly yeah. from a spear. As There's he, a Black Dynamite fuck up there as well. As he is killed, so is Saheed and the other militant in the confrontation with Wu. Uh, at this point, or with Wu's men. At, at this point, as uh, they get ready and Dr. Wu confronts both Black Dynamite and, uh, and at one point you also see Kareem Cord gets his hand impaled by a throwing star. <laughs> the point, hand that he had his gun in. Yes. Yeah, there's throwing star deaths left and right. It's like yeah. uh, enter the ninja level of throwing stars. Bullhorn tries <laughs> to fight Dr. Wu, but is then decapitated by Dr. Wu's boomerang blade thing. Oh, I love that. He throws it away and then it comes back and then cuts his head off later. Yes. Well, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah that's coming to did. No, no, no. That's what happens to Bullhorn. In the fight, oh, yes. he yeah. throws it away. Yes. Bullhorn ducks it. They, right. they have a little bit of hand-to-hand combat and then it comes back and cuts off Bullhorn's head. And that's where we get, yeah. actually, I never knew this, but that is now where we get the you done fucked up base that was a meme. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, you done fucked up now. You done fucked up now. And that turned into like a meme that a lot yeah. of people used. Yeah. I right. love that too where he's like, he's holding Bullhorn's head and he yeah. talks about mm-hmm. the years of their friendship yeah. all destroyed by Kung Fu treachery. Kung Fu treachery. <laughs> Wu and Dynamite fight and after Dynamite gets the upper hand on Wu and he takes, yeah, he throws his, uh, he, uh, Wu runs away and um, Dynamite picks up his, uh, the boomerang and he throws it. So anyway, then you, they run. Do you, do you see that? No. Yeah. I don't think we see that. No, you don't actually see him do it. You don't actually That's, see him do it? No, no. Because no, I wrote it, it down that my, he threw it, so. No, like, no. It sets up my favorite line in the right, entire oh, movie. Okay, hold on. Then. We're getting to that because I have that in there. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Well, he, there is a scene where Black Dynamite does throw it at him and then he ducks and it goes out. Oh, okay. And then Maybe it comes back and then it. they duck again. I gotcha. Okay. But the scene that happens at the end, no, you right. don't see him throw okay. it then. All right. All right. So yeah. then, uh, <laughs> while Wu is uh, getting things together, he tells a guard to go keep an eye out for Dynamite. As the guard runs out, he gets his eyes plucked out and they are the eyeballs are thrown at the table in front of Wu and he goes, well, you told him to keep an eye out for me. I love the shit talk that he's doing as he's gouging the guy's eyes yeah, out. Yeah. Something like, you see me now, motherfucker, or something, yeah, like, something that. like that. <laughs> as Wu is getting ready to head out he's holding the briefcase, his arm is cut off with the boomerang and Dynamite yells out, ha! I just threw that shit before! I threw that shit before I even walked yeah, in the yeah, room. Yeah, I threw that shit before I even walked in the room. And it's like an overdub too. Yeah. Where like his mouth isn't even moving, where the boomerang comes another, in all of a sudden. Another one chops. Where, where I fucking paused it to laugh my ass off. That's how excited he the was. The boomerang comes in and chops off Wu's arm and then he's just like, ha, I threw that shit before I came in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It just does It sounds different than the rest of it. It actually comes smashing in through a window. So yeah. somehow <laughs> threw it outside, walked in the room, smack talked a little bit, then it arrived through the window and chopped his arm off. <laughs> <laughs> Wu is being beaten with his own arm and questioned and that is our next clip. I want to know who's pulling your strings. Now start talking. Your government has been preoccupied with building the bigger penis for years. What's this green one? It's the exactly opposite of what it was intended. Made the penis shrivel to the size of a two-month-old snapping turtle. And this is what you've been putting in the malt liquor, huh? I was under orders. Threatened to fire me. Speaking of fire, suddenly, I'd like to leave your eye. No! No! Dirty motherfucker. Hey, Black Dynamite! I found a helicopter! Quick, give me a hairpin! Show enough, Dynamite! 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 What's in the briefcase? 
piece black dynamite. How far does this all go, man? Cream corn, this goes all the way to the top. When I say top, I mean the tip of the top. There it is, black dynamite. I'm going down. This shouldn't take long. Whoa, whoa, hey. Take the control. What are you talking about, black dynamite? It's important to note that they go to the White House, but the way yes. that they refer to it, yeah. since I'm taking a hard line on all racial slurs, I'm taking out all racial yes, slurs on right. this show. Yes, but they're going to the White House, <laughs> not the uh, racial expletive house. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as they're heading to the White House, Cream Corn is killed by Secret Service using a rocket launcher. Black Dynamite <laughs> breaks in. I love how it explodes and he's like, Cream Corn, yeah. no! no! And you can actually see parts of him going two-dimensional where the mat's not working yeah, for the, yeah. the parachute. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he breaks into the White House. It's a funny entrance where he opens up this little square thing. It looks like a garbage chute. Yeah. It, it, then he comes through a vent inside the White House. After he kills like the same six guys over and over again. And yeah. then when he finally lands, they, the going guy shoots his parachute with the rocket launcher. And somehow that yeah. works. Yeah. It blows up his parachute, but it doesn't hurt him. No. And then that's on fire. And then he lands on the ground and then runs over to that. There's a reason why it doesn't hurt him. Dynamite. Dynamite. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Dynamite heads into the powder room and changes. Dynamite! Dynamite! Because, you know, you have to look good when you're infiltrated in the White House. Coincidentally, the outfit that he's wearing there is the one that he used when Michael Jai White first came up with the idea. He rented some costumes and then did like, got like head, like not headshots, but did like uh, photography for like samples of this is what I'd look like and this is what I want to do for this movie. Yeah. And mm. the, one of the main things that he rented was that one that he's wearing right there in the out. Nice. For the White House attack. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, he pretty much hands the Secret Service their collective asses and ass kickings and and a black dynamite enters the Oval Office. And that is our next clip. I should have known it was you all the time. I should have asked myself, who's the man so wicked, so cruel, to serve smack to the orphanage, kill my brother Jimmy, and put out a drug to shrink black men's dicks? Only one man, and that's you, Tricky Dick. So I'm here to deliver you one presidential ass whooping. Black dynamite. Uh, there's a uh, perfectly reasonable explanation for that. Showtime, motherfucker! I love Nine the guy. Shot Kung Fu fight! <laughs> Richard Nixon. <laughs> Tricky Dick. Tricky Dick could not use Kung Fu. No! He cannot use dump chucks. But he's got dump chucks and he uses Kung Fu! <laughs> it's fucking great. Dishonorable great Kung Fu. Wicked Kung Fu. Well, it's Tricky Dick. Yeah, yeah. of course. And, and crockery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then uh, we we have a plate fight where they're fighting with plates. And, well, that's what he said. Crockery. Yeah, cro yeah. And uh, Pat Nixon... Presidential a, plates, no less. ...with a gun yes. shoots at uh, Black Dynamite. And uh, this is uh, what I'm only going to assume is a racial slur, so I'm not going to use it here, but it's what I've never heard before. So they even yeah. got inventive with yeah. it. I'm not even sure if it is one or not, or if I don't it's know. just I'm some not, weird I'm just thing. not taking a chance. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't need that. My, <laughs> I don't need that. It's Pat Nixon saying it. It's safe to assume it's racial. Probably. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that distracts Black Dynamite. And uh, so then he uh, backhands her and she flies all the way into the whole plates. Yeah, he backhands <laughs> her into the whole hut. He pimp slams her, pip hand, pip pimp slaps, slaps her. her all the way, like five feet. Yeah, she goes all the way into the fucking uh, armoire filled with that shit. But it's like this slow glide, and she's like, ah! 
no, there's just time to look around, look back, look around again before she hits it. <laughs> yeah, it looked like they that. put her on the like the the sliding thing that they did for Lee Remick whenever she falls off of the top floor in the Omen. You know how like she's sliding across. It looks like she's slide. Well, they they have mm. her sliding across like on a chair, and then when she's supposed to hit the floor, it's actually a wall that she hits. Oh yeah, and that's why it spins. And it looks like they did kind of the same technique there. Only they filmed it much longer. <laughs> anyway, uh, during all the commotion, Nixon grabs the Derringer used to kill Lincoln. But before he can use it, the ghost of Abraham Lincoln stops him, allowing Black Dynamite to beat him. In he that- doesn't just stop him. He fucking disarms him. Yeah, and, like, he disarms him with, like a judo chop. Yeah. Yeah. So even Abraham Lincoln has some presidential kung fu. Of course he's going to know kung fu. Would you he say emancipated that- and proclamated. Yeah. yeah. Would you say that he emancipated and proclamated he, he his He emancipated ass? and proclamated Nixon's ass. <laughs> um, that should be a clip. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, and this allows Black Dynamite to, of course, gain the upper hand in a fair fight and beat him, which leads us to our final clip. You had enough, Mr. President? Y'all never got away with this. Watch me, you little insecure. You think by shrinking our Johnsons are going to make your situation any better? That's your problem, Tricky Dick. You are paranoid, like sending those two big crooks to Watergate. For what? For these? Look at you. You lost it all, Turkey. Kill me. Say what? Kill me! No. Now that's the easy way out for you. Now unless you want the rest of this freaky shit to hit the news, I suggest you take good care of me and my people. Can you dig it? I said, can you dig it? Yes, I I, I could dig it! Thought you could. First lady, I'm sorry I pimp slapped you into that china cabinet. I use excessive force. Oftentimes I cross a line, but I try to do so in the name of what's right. Most of the time the ends justify the means. But in this case, I feel like I betrayed my own code of ethics. And for that, sugar, I apologize. I shot at you. I tried to kill you, Black Dynamite. This is true, but you did not connect. You shot a plate. Had you connected, maybe pimp slapping you into that china cabinet might have been justified. But I feel I crossed the line. And for that, please accept my apology. I do. I do. It's just... Oh, Black Dynamite, you're so righteous. This is also true, because whenever there's injustice... Wrongs to be... Oh, Black Dynamite. Go on. Because wherever there's injustice, wrongs to be righted. Innocence to be defended. Black Dynamite will be there delivering ass whoopings. And I will not hesitate to lay the hammer down on any clown that comes around. Because if they want to fight, they best come see me. Because I'm Black Dynamite. Dynamite! 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 So nice you had to say it four times. Uh, anyway, the movie ends with, of course, both women, uh, Gloria and Pat Nixon, grabbing at Black Dynamite's Clutching legs. to his legs while he yep. poses with a nunchuck in one and arm. real quick to unpack that scene, the thing he has on Nixon is pictures of Nixon in, like, drag and also in BDSM stuff, getting messed up, so. It looked like one of them he was being pegged. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a lot of freaky. Nixon was into some freaky shit, apparently. <laughs> According to this movie. we come to the end of the movie. So we what happens next roll, roll credits. credits roll cr- oh yeah roll credits <laughs> <laughs> even boz knows it. he's not well, even part I fucking of the forgot it's been a while since i did the fucking notes <laughs> i'm not fucking autistic like boz so i don't know all my fucking shit okay <laughs> oh man shut the fuck up while grown folks is talking <laughs> All right, so Boz, why did you grab this one from the stack? What exactly appealed to you about uh, Dynamite? Dynamite! 
Well, um, much like Matt's reaction to first seeing it, I um, actually, a listener to my first ever podcast, Here Goes Nothing, bought this for us and actually posted me the DVD. Out of the blue, I knew nothing about it and it sat there for ages. And it was actually a pretty shitty time in my life. And I, w- I basically moved into a place. I had a TV, a fold-out chair and a mattress on the floor and a computer. And that was like all my belongings at the time. And I was pretty low. Um, and I just thought, ah, so I'll, I'll put this disc in. And then I just fucking laughed and then laughed and then laughed. I mean, it's it's literally a laugh every 30 seconds, this movie. And it just blindsided me completely. And I had no background with, I hadn't seen Dolomite. I knew nothing about black exploitation movies. This film made me go back and look at those for context, but it was still fucking funny from the outset. Um, and it, yeah, when I, when I saw the Jenga stack, I'm like, well, it's, it's fairly near the bottom, but fuck it. I'm going to risk it. And I, you know, whipped it, out. <laughs> it and, pretty um, much was the very bottom of the stack and you got it out. No problem. Yeah, what? It was my, I used Kung Fu treachery. So. What it, what oh, it, that's what it was. It was a Kung Fu treachery. Wait, hold on. Why did Black Dynamite have to be at the bottom of the stack? Oh, Dynamite. Dynamite. Why you always got to be putting the black dynamite at <laughs> yeah, the bottom why? of the stack? Why? Because Black Caesar I, was above him. I don't know, man. That's a Fred Williamson movie. It's okay. a black exploitation flick. Right. <laughs> you should have seen the horror on his face where he's like, I don't, I don't know what that means, Court. I don't know what that means, Court, but we're going to get letters. <laughs> I didn't pull it with my hands. Um, well, what I actually did, because you, you might have noticed it just went flying across the room on, on, on its own because I used that boomerang thing and I threw that shit before I walked in the room. <laughs> It's yeah. it's adorable listening to Boz trying to do, throw on some soul into his voice. Why is that? Is the British accent yes, ruining it for br- you? No, it's not ruining it. It's making it better. Because you hear the British accent it's, with the yeah, inflection of the it, soul. Yeah, and it's adorable. <laughs> Listen, you jive turkeys. I'm no sucker. Yeah, you, you sound like the guy at the beginning of the movie. I have to get back to the streets where from, I am from. Dig. <laughs> dig. So you would say that after watching this the first time, it automatically makes makes you want to see the films that it's I don't want to say lampooning but it's actually doing like a satire and a loving tribute with that yeah. satire right definitely and um, we ended up doing a, a special on it goes nothing about this movie and uh, for that we were on YouTube watching that's why I first came across Dolomite and the human tornado and stuff like that I didn't watch the whole movies but I you know I, I watched enough to get a feel for it and then of course we had the privilege of doing Dolomite on uh, OCD which was brilliant that was my and pick of course, <laughs> yeah uh, we referenced I had to keep referencing black dynamite on that show because it was like that that's where it all came from for me um but it, it, it is the, the fact that they went and got 1970s era cameras and stock film stock didn't they and it, it just looks so authentic they actually went out and they bought 16 millimeter reversal stock film which is extremely contrasty extremely grainy and tons of these low budget movies were shot on this stuff and they uh-huh, just so it was just the film right. yeah and they just when they processed it they purposely just processed Processed it straight as if it would have been shot back then. And it's the same mm. thing that we talked about too with the music. So they got 16 millimeter film cameras and then they bought that reversal stock and that's how they got that look. As opposed to say, now I love this movie so I'm not necessarily talking bad about it, but like a hobo with the shotgun or even like in the Grindhouse movies where they did it digitally later after they mm. shot the stuff in HD. These guys knew what they wanted to get. They knew the look they wanted to get. So they just went out and bought the stuff or, or you know got the film to get that specific look instead of trying to apply a filter later. But of course, if they were using stock footage of cars blowing up in hel- 
helicopters and shit, then of course you, you can't see the difference. It blends perfectly with those if that's where they got them from. Well, and I would um, say that a lot of the stock footage that they grabbed, most of that stuff was probably shot on that exact same type of reversal stock and that's why it matched up so well. Yeah, yeah, I just, it, it's it's a work of art and I, just, I, I love it and uh, I am remiss in having not watched the animated series because it is voiced by them and made by them on Adult Swim. I, I just, I need to catch up with that. Yeah, I've, I'm definitely like, I love the movie and I was kind of a little bit apprehensive about the animated stuff. I was like, oh God, what are they going to do? It's going to go over the top. It's going to be different. It's not going to be the same. It's not going to be that loving lampoon. They're just going to take it into a different direction. I was kind of, like I said, apprehensive about it. And I definitely need to give it a shot and check it out. Uh, This film's fucking brilliant to me. It is absolute Mm -hmm. comedic genius. And it's so well done. This is, I mean, this is, I want these guys to keep making these kinds of films and like to keep (laughs) making these sort of like lampooning parody stuff because this is what we've been missing with comedy. I mean, this is Mm -hmm. the kind of stuff that you would have expected out of like Mel Brooks, only smarter. It's what we miss. It's why we miss the Naked Gun series. No, yeah, it's Mm. it's similar to that kind of stuff where it's a parody of that kind of stuff like Naked Gun and like Mel Brooks' stuff. Airplane. Yeah, uh, yeah, all that stuff. Anything Mel Brooks does. But it's so much smarter. Baseballs for... It's it's so much smarter. It doesn't doesn't mire into the stupidity of the jokes as much. Mm -hmm. It actually finds a way to replicate Mm -hmm. the things of the movies that it's making fun of and the stuff that happens in it and just amplifying it up. And that's what I really love about this film. I really enjoyed that. These all... Everybody involved with this film puts so much love and so much heart into it and you can tell you know it's all right there and I had no mm-hmm. idea that it was all the same people involved in this series and that makes me a hell of a lot less apprehensive if they're all involved again because there's like yeah. I think there's three guys there's the um, the main director and then the editor who did the music um, Michael Jai White and then um, the gentleman who played uh, Bullhorn they all wrote the script and they all kind of created it all together it was like mm. those like three or four guys it was like the main driving force for that and so if they're all involved in the TV series I'm in and I guess they're doing like a sequel to Black Dynamite but it's going to be like an old western kind of thing like they're going to do a western where it's a, like a black cowboy or something like a blazing saddle really? type thing yes yeah, <sighs> something along those lines I've seen some stuff hinted at it online and if they're doing what I think they're going to do that means they're going to do a parody of some of the westerns that Fred Williamson made and if that's the Excellent. case it's going to get real uncomfortable real fast but be really fucking hilarious too if they do the same way where it's basically like a black dynamite type character only in the old west because that's going to be awesome <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so i'm super stoked that you grabbed this one man and I, i'm actually really glad that this actually holds a special place in your heart that you know it was in a particularly lower point in your life that you found this mm. film and it lifted you up out of that mire that's really totally. incredible Love yeah. lift us yeah. up where we belong hashtag bromance yeah yeah i mean what i actually did was it gave me <laughs> <laughs> it gave you that woo so I can't do it that loud. I'll get kicked out of the hotel. <laughs> I know that uh, it's getting really late for you there. So we're kind of we're kind of cutting the episode a little bit shorter than what we have been doing. Our three and a half plus, hour recordings and plus more. it's a shorter movie, so that yeah, helped. Too. That definitely helped. And there wasn't a whole hell of a lot of plot to get through. Well, that a whole lot of plot. That a whole lot of meaning to delve into. It was just funny. Here's <laughs> jokes. Laugh at them, <laughs> bastards. But it's so fucking brilliant. It's it, so it's fucking brilliant. brilliant. But you know, and it's it, it, not to get more into it. We're almost out but it also goes to show you not all comedy has to be deep thinking 
thinking comedy or to be smart comedy. Yeah. Like yeah. these were not like most of these jokes they told were not deep thinking. Wow. You got to really put on your thinking cap to get them joke. And They're, it's also a level of meta that it, it really fucking yeah. works. It also shows yeah. that really simple jokes don't have to be dumb. They can still be smart. You can have smart, simple jokes. Yeah. And, and it still be hilarious. Yeah. One of the best ones is like dynamite is about to drop a line and someone halfway through his powerful, we're going to go in there. I can't exactly what it is. It's all just cocks a rifle and he just looks at him because <laughs> he just interrupted him and then carries on because they're clearly not going to do another take because they can't afford it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to just gush about this movie forever. So why don't we yeah. just we'll stop here. If you guys have not taken the time to sit back and watch Black Dynamite, do it. Nothing that we've said is going to spoil or ruin anything. It's fucking nah. amazing. Go Dude, back and watch it again. You'll laugh your tits off. I will probably watch it again before I'll I pass out I'll watch it again tonight. before yeah. anything else. I'm going to watch it tonight, even yeah. now we're done talking nice. about it. Nice. I watched it two or three times yesterday. Nice. <laughs> I could not get enough of it. Dynamite. Tell everyone, because not enough people know about this movie. It yeah. came out so under the radar. That's such a fucking shame. Well, that's weird yeah. because everybody I fucking know this that likes movies movie loves I, this movie. And this is the type of fucking movie I love. I love these type of movies, and the fact I never heard of it, really, it's a fucking shame. Dynamite. Dynamite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take another break here. We're going to play a promo for another podcast. And then we'll do some quick news. We'll have the music, and then when we come back, we will do the PSYOP news. There is no spoon. Yes, there it is. Okay, okay. Can we just talk about the damn movie? Danger, danger. High voltage. When we touch. When we kiss. The flying guillotine is an awesome weapon. It's not practical. It's not even aerodynamic. But it's awesome! Chaps, could we possibly just talk about the movie? Easy Rider is cool. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, 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 Easy Rider's cool. If you consider they're doing thousands of miles in the desert and they have fuel tanks the size of a pea. You'll get three miles out of that. Oh, not to mention one of them. One of the tanks is full of money. A cool bullshit. Okay, okay, can we just talk about the damn movie? Obsessive Cinema Discourse, where podcast worlds collide. catch myself listening to that shit. <laughs> God, the music is so brilliant in this. I love this fucking... Everything about this movie is amazing. It's awesome. And so we need to contrast that with something absolutely horrible and give me some psyop news. Ha! 
Rob's Mother's Day male stripper show descends into brawl with women piling in. Coming to me! Is what they all screamed. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, a witness claims he saw women all piling in after the stripper night organized at the Woodman Arms in Normandy. You can't pay your bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. <laughs> yes, they I pulled have. some new clips. Yes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, Mother's Day male stripper show descended into a large-scale brawl at a Norman Bay pub. Ooh, actually, I have some audio of some of the men there that were stripping for money. Oh, go ahead. I make money from my sex work. Oh, well, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a fact, probably. Yeah, that's probably what they do. That's probably what they be saying. Uh, police arrested two women after a fight broke out at the Woodman Arms uh, and spilled out into the car park behind. The pub had advertised the stripper show on its Facebook page, encouraging people to Treat your mom to something different. Shoot some fucking ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Fancy, for all of these great clips I've got from you. <laughs> Was it that I timed it that well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is beat fucking red right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait so till we get. Sort of, oh, it was kind of. A, was it kind of a bum rush then? I, <laughs> I would say. Uh, yeah, um, a, a picture posted by the pub showed dozens of ladies enjoying the entertainment on Sunday afternoon, with a group gathered around a stripper in a workman style getup, shooting a fucking hot load all over this dog. <laughs> Thanks again, Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> but hours hours later hours later violence erupted my hpv will cure what ails you <laughs> and when this claimed he saw a woman all piling in and a number of others being put into the back of a police van after officers broke up the scrap and want to do a little ass play maybe that's what someone asked behind the norman by high street norman by i don't know a a cleveland police spokeswoman confirmed police were called to the women arms at around 10 25 p.m on sunday night due to the reports of up to a dozen women fighting it started inside the pub and then moved outside two women aged 24 and 30 were arrested for being drunk and disorderly in a public place and were issued with fixed penalty notices you can't pay a bail well i could probably fix that for a blowy <laughs> right on <laughs> do you like that one <laughs> oh my god I, I don't even know how I got through that but there you go there's some uh, nice uh, short news for necrophilia you necrophilia could be overlooked but that one necrophilia could be overlooked I guess you know <laughs> and, and on this show definitely uh, I'm taking another dick well, come to me alright that was good <laughs> I've had seven dicks inside and of I me head back to the old favorite come <laughs> to me <laughs> what was I saying there <laughs> Not just that, but what was the whole sentence? That's why I would like to know. We have to go back and listen. <laughs> I have no idea where I pulled that from. I know, you did you pull that one or yeah. somebody yeah, else? These are all one? mine. I there's some that I like. I I throw a bunch of them together and then I just export them as one oh, long strand and then I break them up. I later. thought somebody else like sent you some. No, no, nobody uh, uh, sent me any of these. Uh, okay. these are, the one you're thinking him for were all his that he said. No, no, these are all they were all his that I pulled from the thing show. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying that you pulled them. He just sent them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was thinking fancy. Think, for saying when that, you can't yeah. think you fancy, I thought he was going through our shows and said, you No, clips. no, but you have my permission, <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, get out there that. and get this stuff. All right, so yeah, I don't know which one. Do you, you don't even know what show that one came from? What, this one? Coming 
to me. Yeah, that one. I don't even remember. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> fucking Jesus. That's how many shows we did. We don't even know where most of these clips come yeah. from. I just know that the ones that we got from Fancy, all three of those are from The Thing. The Thing, because when we were talking about the goo that was being stuffed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's when he was like. Shooting a fucking hot load all over this dog. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the best clip we will it's ever fucking, fucking have. I know, I know, I, and I sincerely hope that Fancy doesn't sounds, take this too seriously. He sounds like he's really into it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, is that a thing? Is that, is, is that a thing? Uh, That's so not, not a thing. No, it's not a thing. <laughs> Thanks, boss. Talked over myself. <laughs> Finally, I can fucking do that. I interrupted myself. <laughs> Thank you, boss. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't be you if you didn't interrupt yourself, right, Boz? <laughs> yeah. All right, so in the interest of getting Boz the fuck to bed, yeah. because it's like, what, three in the morning for you now there? That dead hooker uh, under his bed won't bury yourself. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. At least I'm on the bottom floor. You only have to bump down the stairs as a head hits yeah, right. each step. I can't even talk anymore, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's three in the morning over there, so we oh, definitely need to get, get him, him the fuck bed. out of here. Yeah. All right, we're going to play one more promo for another podcast here. We'll have a little bit of music from Black Dynamite. When we come back, we will close out this. Show. Looking for something different in your podcast library? Then why not check out the podcast Under the Stairs? I'm the host Duncan McLeish and joining me each week will be a special guest as we examine some classic old school horror favourites as well as some modern classics. That's not to say that we don't tackle some of the, let's say, more questionable entries into the horror genre. And if all that wasn't enough, we have a subset of shows called Baz V Horror, where our horror novice, The Baz, tackles horror in all shapes and forms to see who will come out victorious. So what are you waiting for? The show can be found at podcastunderthestairs.wordpress.com and on Stitcher and iTunes. The Podcast Under The Stairs is a proud member of Legion Podcast Network. This is Duncan McLeish from Under The Stairs, signing off. Central way to end the show. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. This one's going out to all you ladies out there. Mm, all right. Okay. Hey there. <laughs> all right. So, everybody. Brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows how to find at least the OCD podcast or Obsessive Cinema Discourse. It is a member of Legion Podcast. So, if you're on this particular podcast feed, you're going to be able to find it at the same place at Legion Podcast. Where can they get their hands on Little Pot of Horrors, boss? Uh, any good podcatcher. <laughs> 
Um, or you can go to simplysyndicated.com if you want to listen off the website. It's uh, your best bet, really. So, yeah, we've got a Fright Fest roundup coming up because that happened a couple of weeks ago. And uh, that was awesome because it was the first one Duncan's managed to get along to. So it was kind of cool sort of between movies to run up to go, what do you think? Um, and obviously got to meet Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil as well. It was, it was a good week. So uh, watch very, out for that one dropping. I'm very, very jealous of that, by the way. When I saw the two of you <laughs> together, yeah, it was like hashtag man crush and hashtag bromance. Oh, man. The two of them together, I felt like I was being cheated on. Oh, I'm sure. If we get the three of us at the same room, there's going to be some kind of cosmic event. I'm not sure what will happen. It'll just be this ridiculous amount of love going on. You three oh, get yeah, into the baby. same room at the same time, and all of a sudden the next thing we hear is fucking air raid sirens. <laughs> We're all going to fucking die. And then the gushing of bodily fluids. <laughs> yes, everywhere. Are you guys going to, you know, yeah, all right. That's that's not, that's not for us to know and that's, you to find out. I don't, well, can I not find out? No, you're going to find out. <laughs> We're going to tell you in loving detail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's huddle up be... in the middle here and get this show over with. <laughs> All right. Let this poor guy maximum splooge. <laughs> Damn it, I wish I didn't talk over that. I know, right? All right, folks. Uh, like... uh, I have a clean track you can have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, you can find us on legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. We have our Facebook group of Cinema Psyops, which has gotten a bunch of crazy alternative photography lately. Fucking nutbags. The, the greatest one so far has been that uh, Darren did. Yeah. The three of us together performing apparently brain surgery uh-huh. although we're standing at the foot of a lady yeah <laughs> both of those were the, with the the man with two brains I think it was the Steve Martin film yeah yeah nice. <laughs> so, and then I guess Chris just posted one too where it's like uh, directions that this is not the place that you're looking for oh <laughs> <laughs> the penis monument or some yeah, shit like yeah. that that was really funny we just that saw that great. tonight you can uh, find me on Facebook I am Court Psyops you can see Matt on Facebook he is Matt Psyop but all you're gonna see is a sad little plank that just says brutal because he's afraid to show his face mm-hmm. <laughs> you can email feedback to matt psyopmatt at gmail.com let him know that he did an excellent job on the coverage for black dynamite and he should probably start reviewing more black exploitation films in the future more, more? <laughs> <laughs> you can email feedback to court cinema court at gmail.com let him know that it is no way shape or form a good idea to have matt review any type of black exploitation film at all not any real ones it man might like, incite like, a race riot. That could be. <laughs> no, no, you know what? It can't be worse. Listen, it, it can't be worse than the president. So, I mean. <laughs> You're saying that Trump should review a black exploitation film? I'm just saying he's taking most of the heat right now. I don't think anybody's paying attention to what my dumb ass is saying. <laughs> Fair enough. You can twit a couple of tweets to a couple of twats. I'm at court underscore psyop, and Matt is at psyop Matt. You can send us some photos of your black exploitation. <laughs> that could be really bad. Oh, really good. I can't tell which. I don't know either, but I'm excited about it. Send us all of the photos you got from the set of Black Dynamite. Slide us those DMs, yo. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) But don't creep up on us. Yeah, but don't creep up on us. Announce while you're sliding into our DMs. (laughs) But while you're out there creeping up on other people's DMs, make sure to kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bit. So you know he's dynamite He's killing the judge's street He's killing who he be Flames at night when he's inside He's dynamite He's the kind of brother that comes through town Put his finger in the ground
the commercial the malt liquor commercial which i'm just already dying laughing because i think it's serious i'm like i can't believe they put this in front of it oh my god right this is gonna be great <laughs> uh let's be here uh before uh uh uh, 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 uh like a uh, yeah <laughs> sorry boss what was that <laughs> you're just gonna cut off pause all night with that i'm gonna cut off everybody <laughs> with that. I should have lined my own up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've already lost. Um, that didn't take long. Uh, yeah, I'm on a double cheeseburger. Uh, do you want uh, fries or onion rings? Onion rings. And a large Coke. I just want someone following me around all the time. No, I don't want that. I just want... Every time you go through a door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time you come out of the bathroom. Boom. Well, when I'm in the, the bathroom, you, it's totally. It's not all it's not all <laughs> that toilet's not the same. It's Every changed. time the meniscus is broken. <laughs> meniscus is broken? What? Ah, that science and shit. Science and shit. The meniscus is the tensile surface of water that would kill you if you dropped from an extremely great height. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, Boz is smart. Are you studying while doing the show? No, you know what it is? He didn't have the American education system to hold him back. Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> well done. No, I failed, my, I failed my A-level biology exam, but I remember some of it. <laughs> you remember C, D, D, D. Oh, look at that. C, C. <laughs> yeah. You see, and, and the giveaway was right there. I said biology, because clearly that would have been physics. Anyway. <laughs> biology was the thing that I was good at to the point where I creeped out my biology teacher. <laughs> they tell me if I sever here at exactly three inches. Right. I was like a hard time so article before it happened where it's like death metal kid shockingly good at vivisections. <laughs> the best thing we ever did was during the rat dissection is we cut a section of the rat's tail to roughly the where it was the roughly the size and the diameter of a cigarette and put it in somebody's cigarette packet when they weren't looking alongside all the others. Oh, gross. God damn. <laughs> That's hardcore. You're cold-blooded. You do not fuck with Boz. No, man. <laughs> very disappointed. Boz married the woman who runs Barter Town, so, I mean, you don't fuck with Boz. <laughs> That's where she starts. That's not where she ends up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's a shootout with two other men, and Diamond... Uh, Diamond, I'm like, fuck, it's there. Dynamite! Dynamite! <laughs> He's saying it to himself like a hundred times oh my now. my God. That's a great outtake. <laughs> Just hit that whole thing again. Yeah, all right. By smelling smack. Smelling smack? Smelling. <laughs> smelling smack. Well, they probably want to smell it too. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Black Dynamite warns them that he will. Um, As he hits his microphone with his headphones. Matt, you need to shut the fucks up. Shut the fuck up. Grown up folks are talking, man. Can I fuck that up anymore? <laughs> shut the fuck up while grown ups are talking, Matt. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. A lot of cats have that name. Uh, hush up, little girls. A lot of cats have that name. That's losing his shit. You gotta give him a minute. You've held it together so well. You were gonna bend me over eventually. He's still losing it. You okay? <laughs> yeah, fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see him. <laughs> <laughs>
he tried to get his shit together. And then he read his notes. He just turned red and just started laughing. Okay. Man, shut the fuck up while grown folks is talking. <laughs> well, finally you nailed that line. <laughs> yeah. Three goes later. Take, take 15. Are they still there? Something could be in their way. In the street. Or uptown. I got a feeling. Somebody hanging around. Drop the humongous ball.